Today's daf is Kedushin daf Lamed, and we are 13 lines from the bottom of daf Chof Tes Amid Beis Tanu Rabbanan. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refur shalema for Yosi ben Rachel, Chayim Mushka bas Chana Chava, Kela Pnina bas Blima, and Shmayo Yosef Chayim ben Rivka Rachel. So yesterday we began the Mishnah on daf Chof Tes Amid Aleph, the very famous and very epic Mishnah that begins. Kol mitzvahs haben al ha'av, anoshim chayavim v'noshim pturois. And after a little bit of a discussion, the Gemara clarified and said that what this line in the Mishnah means is that any mitzvah that a father is obligated to do for his child, it's only the father, anoshim that achayavim, however the mothers, noshim are pturois. Now, the Mishnah did not explain what those mitzvahs are. But the Gemara brought a b'raisa, and the b'raisa, Kedarkei Bakoidish did explain. Said the b'raisa, Ha'ov chayeh b'bnoi, l'moivoi. He has an obligation to make sure that his child is going to have resmila. V'lefdoisoi, and to do pidyon aben, where necessary. U'lelamdoi toira, to teach him toira. U'lasiyoi isha, to make sure he gets married. U'lelamdoi umnis, to teach him afach. Give him a parnasa. The Yeshayim, remember, some say, Afla hashitoi b'mayim, even has an obligation to teach him to swim. Either way, the Gemara began its discussion of the Brisa, which really is a discussion of the Mishnah, going through one by one the mitzvahs that the father has an obligation to do for his child. Either way, the Gemara went through Lamoiloi, we went through the Ftoisoi, and now we're in the middle of the discussion of Lilamdoi Torah. And we begin with a Braisa, Zok de Gemara, Tan Rabbanon, Lilmoi Torah, Felisa, Isha. When it comes to a person having to make a decision, should I learn Torah first, or should I get married first? Or from the perspective of the father, I have an obligation to teach my son Torah. I also have an obligation to make sure that he's going to get married. Which one comes first? This is the age-old question. Says the Gemara, First, a person should learn Torah, and only afterwards should he get married. Now, if it's going to be difficult for the person to learn Torah unless he's married, because of then he should first get married, and afterwards he should What's the bottom line? First, a person should get married, and only afterwards should he learn Torah. Rabbi Yechonon Amar, Rabbi Yechonon heard that, and he said, You're telling a person that first he should get married, and afterwards he should learn Torah? In other words, he should be carrying a rechayim, a mill, and learn Torah, it's impossible. Meaning, first you have to learn Torah, and afterwards you're supposed to get married. Now, at first glance, it sounds like the great Amor Shmuel and the great Rabbi Yechanan, they were arguing this point. Rabbi Shmuel said, you should first get married and then learn Torah. Rabbi Yechanan said, No, meaning, first you have to learn Torah, and then you have to get married. But the Gemara says, Even though it sounds like they were arguing, really they were not arguing, Halon v'halohu. Now, what does it mean, Halon Bahaluhu? It's Machlik, it's Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. Rashi says, Halon Bahaluhu, let's see it inside, Bnei Bavel, the Yidden that lived in Bavel, Hayahoyuchim, the Garsim Mishnayis, Hatanam, Beretz Yisrael. They would go learn in Eretz Yisrael. And because they were learning Chutzlim Kaimam, ain't Sarchi Abayas Mutalim Allah. So the Tzarchei Abayis, the responsibility of running a house, wasn't really incumbent upon them. They would get married and then they would go away. So there was no Rechayim B'Tzavarei. It's for that reason, 
For them, noisa isha, they can get married. They have a beloy hirer, because once they're married, they have pas pasali, they won't have hirer avera anymore. And then go learn taira. However, haluhu livnei Eretz Yisrael, haluim demim koimon, the yidden, they lived in Eretz Yisrael. So they were in Eretz Yisrael. That's where the yeshivas were. So they were staying local when it came to learn. In noisa isha, if they're going to get married, yid, tzarche abayas, mutarim, nolav. So all the tzarche abayas are going to be mutal on them, yivatlu, and they're not going to be able to learn. So Shmuel, who was the Maradasra weir in Aharda, which was weir in Bavel, say he's talking to the Bnei Bavel, and he tells the Bnei Bavel that you want to know what you should do. First you should get married, and afterwards you should learn Torah. What's the benefit of getting married first? You won't have Hira I Rechayim B'Tzavara. No, your wife's taking care of the house. You're out of town. You're learning Torah. You're in Eretz Yisrael. And as a result, you're not going to have this issue. Rabbi Yochanan is the Mar Asra. We're in Eretz Yisrael. So he was talking to the Bnei Eretz Yisrael. And as a result, he said that you're all going to be local. You're going to have a shtit mitkinda. How are you going to learn Torah? Rechayim b'tzavari v'yasik b'tayra. And therefore, he said just the opposite. First, what you should do is learn Torah. And only afterwards, you should get married. Toysa has a bunch of kashas on Rashi's pshat. The Iker kasha Toysa says is that if the idea of getting married first is that you shouldn't have Hira if you're going to go learn in Eretz Yisrael and your mishpach is going to be in Bavel, then you're going to have Hira Avera. What Pas Pesali helps because you're married the Medina Sayam? Tzarechiyan. But because of this kasha and other kashas that Toysvah says, Toysvah actually flips it. Toysvah says that Shmuel, although he was the Marad Asra in Bavel, he was talking to the Bnei Eretz Yisrael. And Rabbi Yechanan, although he was the Marad Asra in Eretz Yisrael, he was talking to the Bnei Bavel. The kasha on Toysvah is... Why would Shmu be paskining for the Bnei Eretz Yisrael and Rabbi Yechon be paskining for the Bnei Bavel? Not for now, but I am a related raid by it's the Chassam Soifer in an epic tshuva. It's not one of these farms, but the Chassam Soifer in Shailas Tshuva's Chassam Soifer Choshen Mishpat. It's in Simon Tess. It's a classic where there was a man that died. He was a very, very wealthy person and he left over a big Yerusha and he wrote in his Sava that he wants that uh, Gaboyim should take his money and they should support a young prodigy and he should have access to be a God of Yisrael and he wants to have a chilek in this child. And they decided the rough son, he was the biggest, the most potential up-and-coming star and he was the one that was given this money. And they sent him to an out-of-town yeshiva. Wasn't a gay to be in that out-of-town yeshiva anymore. And he was going to come back home. And there was a big Shiloh whether or not this person had to be in an out-of-town yeshiva. Now, the reason it was a Shiloh was because he had written in his Savah that that was what he wanted. Bekitzer, there was a big massive and the Shiloh was presented to the Chassam Soifer and the Chassam Soifer said that this person who wrote his Savah, I don't know if he knew this, but maybe, but he was 100% right when he said that he wants the child to be in an out-of-town yeshiva. And the reason is because that Yidin always went to learn out of town. He says, Look at Avram Avinu. He sent Yitzchak to learn in the yeshiva of Shem Ve'ever. Even though Avram Avinu was a zakim yeshiva, he could have kept him by him. But he understood that this was always the way it was. The minute was that people would go out of town. They'd go away from their family. They would leave. And that was the way that they used to shtayk. And toich dvarev, and that some soifer, when he's going through this tshuva, which was a big deal, it was Oymid Brumish Shloyim at the time, he said, I'll prove it to you. Because he 
you have a Toysvus and Kedush and Davchav Tess on the days, this is Mamash Nifla and the Vel. And you see that Shmuel was talking to the Bnei Eretz Yisrael, and Rabbi Yechon was talking to the Bnei Babel. And really, it has no Pshat. You know what the Teretz is? Everyone was learning in out of town yeshivas. So you know who was learning in Babel? All the Bnei Eretz Yisrael. And he says, you know who was learning in Eretz Yisrael? All the Bnei Babel. And that's Pshat. That Shmuel's talking to the Bnei Eretz Yisrael, and Rabbi Yechon is talking to the Bnei Babel. Rashi learned Kapsuta, and Shmuel's Dr. Maradasra in Babel. So he's giving Shir, you want to know. Right? You ask the place of Gadar in America. He tells us what's in America. You went to you'll hear what the, the place of the Batats has to say. That's usually the way it would be. But it was fakert because everybody was learning in Eretz Yeshiva. He said, it was Mamesh Venahapachu. So Shmuel's giving share to a bunch of Eretz Yisrael Degeyidin, and Rabbi Yechid's giving share to a bunch of Babylonian Jews, and that's why it worked out. The Halan Vahulu, Bishnita's Tais is just one Ha'ara. And Rabbi Yechid said, Rechayim B'Tzavaroi, the Yasik B'Tzavaroi. So what's Pashib Shat? Rechayim B'Tzavaroi means marriage. Why is Rechayim B'tzavare, a kinui for marriage. So Pashup Shad is, it's the oil of Parnassa. Right, this is old school. Rechayim, you're working, mamish metahent. And that's the point. You have the oil of Parnassa. You have the oil of, of being married. The Asik B'tayra, how are you going to be able to learn Torah? But I saw Rabbi Ruven Margolius, Kedar Kibakodesh, this is in Ritzot Sayar. He says that you find the word Rechayim as a kinui for Tashmish also. A kinui for Ishos. The Gemara says that Shimshon Agibar was Toichen. And Chazal say Melame that everybody brought their wives to Shimshon. And Toichen was a kinoi for Tashmish. It's really a Mephurish Targum Yonison. There's a Pasuk in the Torah, a more obscure Pasuk. I mean, it's Pasuk in the Torah. It's Pasuk in the Torah. It's not something that's obscure in the Torah. But at the same time, there's a lav that says, Lo yachvel rechayim varechev ki nefesh uchayvel. What does it mean? So Rashi says... It's talking about a Malva and a Loiva, and the Malva wants a Mashkin for his loan. So, you shouldn't take his Rechayim and Rechev. Rechayim is the Tachtoina, the Rechev is the Alyoina, different parts of the Rechayim. But Akoponim, this is what the Pasuk says. If you look in the Targum Yoinesen, Targum Yoinesen says like this. Pashib Shan in the Pasik. Then he says, A person should not tie up a chasin and a gala, chasin vechaloyon, becharshin, arum nafsha da asad le mipak minoin humachado. Because if you're going to tie up the chasid and the kala, you're going to be mechavel, you're going to be a chayvel, you're going to destroy the generations that are supposed to come from this chasin and kala. So what does this even mean? If you look in the Pirish Yoinison, he says that there was an Indian that people, Ayyadeh Kishav, were able to prevent a Chassan and a Kala from being able to be Mizdavid. And there's a love in the Torah of Layachfo Rechayim Vorechev, Kinefeshuchhoivel, that this is not something you're allowed to do. You're not allowed to tie up proverbially the Chassan and the Kala, Ayyadeh Kishav, to make sure that they're not going to have children. It's a Targum Yoinison, often art, on this Pasuk in Parshish Kisaitz. It says the Pirish Yoinison, why would Targum Yoinison even be mefarish the Pasuk like this? It's such an interesting taich. He says, because, look at the Pasuk right before that. Ki yikach ish isha chadasha, lo yeitzei batzava, v'lo yaberol of the chaldava, noki yil lebeis ha'ishona echos, v'simach hazishtay ha'shalokach. The next Pasuk, lo yachvo rechaim barechav ki nefesh uchoivo. By the way, if you look, there's a samach, 
And there's two psukim. The first pasuk is Kika Chishisha Chadash Shalei Yitzvat Zava Lo Yachver Echaim. And then there's another Samach. So the Targum Yoinesim was being Tairish Tairish Smuchim in Mishnah Torah here in Parshas Kisaytzei. And he said Maha Kesha between these two psukim must be there's a drush over here. And you know what the drush is Lo Yachver Echaim Varechav Kinefesh Uchayvul means that you can't prevent the Chosin and Kala from being together, which is a segue from the previous pasuk of Nokiyil Abes Shana Echos Vesima Chasish Tayachalaka, which means Tashmish. So the Two things are much the same. It's me inyan le inyan by sinyan. But says Rabbi Margolis, what do you see? This is another example where layach for rechaim varechev is a kinoi le ishos. He says that the pasuk says in your miyov perichafei pasuk yod va'avadati mehem is one of the bad scary psukim. Kol sasim v'kol simcha, kol chasim v'kol kalo, kol rechaim va'orhaner. Vukum tarayim the kol rechaim. That's the kol sasim, the kol simcha, kol chasim, the kol kala, kol rechaim. It's a kinu ishos. So poshib shah rechaim b'tzavari v'yasit b'toyra means the oil of parnasa. But he says motzinu. You find so often that rechaim is used as the kinu v'ishos as the eshloima. That's rechaim b'tzavari v'yasit b'toyra. Zokti gemara v'aita. Shtabach le'rav chizda le'ravuna. Rav chizda was once praising to ravuna b'de rav hamnuna the adam gadol. So rav chizda was a talmud of ravuna. And he's telling Rav Huna, his Rebbe, that you know Rav Hamnuna, he's an Adam Gadol. Amalais, Rav Huna said, really? I want to meet him. When he comes to you, please bring him to me. Also, when Rav Hamnuna came, he saw that he wasn't wearing a Sudr. So Rashi says, the last Rashi on the Yomid, the derech of the married people was, they used to cover their head, and he didn't have that head covering. Some say that he wasn't wearing a talus. And this is a shtickle makar that only married men wear talesim, which really is tzarech bir. There are minhagim where bachrim wear talesim as well. But the point is, in many places in Klai Yisrael, only if you're married do you wear a talis. And maybe that's what it was. But the bottom line is, I'm only told in my time, you're like, why are you not wearing a sutter? I'm a little in a sifter. I'm not married. So when Rav Huna heard that Rav Hamnuna wasn't married, he turned his face away. He didn't want to look at him. Ad the Nosfis. He said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to look at you until you get married. Rafuna Lutame, the Gemara says, This is Rafuna Lushitase, the Omar who holds Ben Esrim Shonavale Nosa Isha, Koyoma Baver. If a person turns 20 and he didn't get married yet, Koyoma Baver. Fedemar Baver, Ksolkataitachwa. If a person's not married by his 20, it means all his days he's doing an Avera. Aleima, no, not literally Bavera, but Koyoma Behir Avera. Meaning, Avera, Stam Avera means Nos. So, called Yom Avera, what is being Mazana? No, it's not being Mazana, but Behir Avera. At some point, it's difficult for a person to control his thoughts. And if he turns 20, I saw the Makna. And this Gemara says that this Rafuna is also Litame. We just said Rafuna Litame, it's a double Litame. Rafuna Litame, Rafuna is the one that says in Yuma Pevav, and we just had it recently in Kedushin. Where Rav Huna said that Omer Rav Huna, even Shavar Adam Avera v'Shanabai Hutsuloi Hutsuloi Solke Daitach Elonasus like a heter. Rav Huna says that when a person does an Avera and he does an Avera again, it's Nasus like a heter. So Rav Huna l'Shitasa who said that when a person does an Avera again and again, it's Nasus like a heter. So he said that if a person's twenty, v'Elonasus Isha. Why is it called Yom Because he's going to have a machshav, and then he's going to have a machshav again. That's going to be very hard for him to overcome. And once you do it, and you do it again, Kol Oh, it's Hutzuloi. 
So Rabuna Lishitasai said, Call Yom of Hiraver. Oh my Rava, Rava said, Bechain Tonit Rabbi Shmoel. And it was also taught this way in the Yeshiva, Rabbi Shmoel, Atchav Shon, until a person through 20 years, because the Baruch Hu Metzapel, Oda Masa Yisayisha, David sits and he waits. When is this person going to get married? Kivin Shigir Chavaloy Nasa. If a person turns 20 and he's not married, Oymer, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, A lotion of Klala. Something should happen to his bones. It's not a good thing. The reason I was better than my chaverim is because I got married when I was 16 years old. If you have an Asivna Barbesa, had I got married when I was 14 years old, I could have told the Satan, I literally could have said, Take this arrow and I'm going to shoot it in your eye. If Chizda said that the reason he steigt over his chaverim is because he got married when he was 16. What's the point? The point is, as a person gets older, his Yetzirah develops stronger. Rav Chizda said, I got married when I was 16, before my Yetzirah really got the better of me. And by the way, had I got married even earlier, it would have been aggressor of Kunz. But the bottom line is, Haida Difna Mechavroi was the Nesivna Veshitzer. I was thinking that the Pasuk says in the beginning of Parashas Vayeshev, Yosef HaTzadik, how old was he? He was 17 years old. Maybe there's an oymek over here. The Pasuk saying he was 17 years old because he's about to be sold to the Mitzrim and he's going to be placed in a matzav of Nesoyen with Ishes Poitifar and to bring out maybe the Goydol HaNesoyen. You know how old he was? He was 17. 17 is when the Yetzirah starts getting strong. Where do you see that? You see it from Rav Because Rav Chizda said, Haida Difna Mechavroi Dina Sivna Beshitzer. That I chaptois, that before the Yetzirah got too strong, I already was married. So like this, I never got to a matzah where I wasn't learning Torah, Bikdush of But you know, one and a whole Yosef HaTzadik was, he was Shvaz Rishon, and Afal Pike, he was ready at that age, maybe a little bit of a knech. Incidentally, what did Rav Chizda mean when he said, Haida Difna Mechavroi? Which one of his chaverim was Rav Chizda suggesting he was better than? So I am related to Bites, but we've spoken this out more than once. It's a classic Meshachachim. It's the first Meshachachim in Parshas Tazria. He says that the chaver that he was referring to was his chaver Rav Nachman, and in the way that he was better than Rav Nachman was that his daughters were better than Rav Nachman's daughters. The Gemara Masech Tizgitin talks about Bonsei de Rav Nachman, and in different places the Gemara talks about the daughters of Rav Chizda, Pas Rav Chizda, Rav's wife, Vachulei Vachulei, Ayin Sham, it's an absolute classic. So, the Gemara Amalei, Rav the Rav Nosim Bar Ami, Rav told Rav Nosim Bar Ami, Adidach al Tzavare Debrech. So, what do these words even mean? So, Rashi says that what he was telling him was that as long as your hand has some control over your child, at that time, that's when you should try to be Mechanachem. Meaning, there's a critical time when a father has the ability to be Mechanicus child. So what's this age? So this may come as a little bit of a surprise. Between the ages of 16 and 22. It's from 18 until 24. Those are the critical times when a person should be Mechanic. Now this is interesting, because really in Hilchas Chinuch, right, when does Chinuch start? Chinuch starts at a very young age. Katan HaYudei L'Daber, Ovim Olam Deiteirah. Katan HaYudei L'Naneya, his father buys him a wolf. Right, so Chinuch starts five, six, seven, right, really, really young ages. But really, Chinuch is something that goes longer. And the best times to be Mechanic is either from 16 until 22, or it's from 18 until 24. It was a machloikis Rabbi Yehuda and Rechem Yechadam once said, that what's chanoich lenar, when is that the time 
Meaning, when should you be mechanech? It's between the age of 16 and 22. The other one said, It's not 16 to 22, but rather it's 18 until 24. So we have a Gemara over here, where there was a machloikis between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemiah. So what's the age of a nar? When is a child at that prime age where the father should really invest the most koiches and being mechanachem. So Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Chemya argue the point. We don't know who said what, but we know Chadomar one said between 16 and 22, but Chadomar and the other said it's between 18 and 24. So Rabbi Ruvim Margolius, we know this already, wrote a sefer called Shem Oilam. And in the sefer Shem Oilam, he goes through all the Chadomars, Chadomars and Shas, and he tries to figure out in a forensic investigative way who is the Chad Omar that said this? And who is the Chad Omar that said that? So on this Gemara right here, Pidushan Taflam and Omer Aleph, Zot Rebruf and Margolis, I am Medrash Mishle, Perik Aleph, on the Pasuk that says, Loseis Lipsoim Arma, Linar Dasu Svuna. Snedra Meir, Linar Dasu Svuna. What's the age of Linar? Ad Chofheh. It's until a person turns 25 years old. That up until 25, that's when you're Lenar Dasu Svuna. So it says, Rabbi Margolis, the Gemara says, Masechtis Erevin Daf Yud Gimel Amad Beis. Loi Rameir Shmoy. We know Rameir's name wasn't really Rameir. What was his name? One man number says, Rabnu Roy Shmoy. Another man number says, Rabnechem Yishmoy. So we know that who is Rameir? Rameir was really Rabnechem So he says, Chanoich Lenar Alpidarkoi Gamki Askin Loyosim Imeno. Rabbi Yehuda Rabnechem One said it's from 16 until 22. The other said it's from 18 until 24. He says, it's Pasha to me that Rab Nechemya is the one that said from 18 until 24, and it's from Nechemya Lashitasai, Rab Meir, who says before on a different Pasik, that what's Lenar? It's until 25. I hear he says 24. It says Pasha. It's Adva Ad Bechlau. Ad 24 meaning until the end of the 24th year, which incidentally, you should know, anytime you find an age in Chazal, you always have to look into Rishayim's big tumbles and Beishtosifs and this Goyans and Shulchan Aruch's. This is something that comes up a lot. You look out for it, you'll see. When a child is six, it means the beginning of the sixth year, it means the end of the sixth year. This is always a massive. But the bottom line is, there's a lot of precedent for this. It means until the end of the 24th year, which means until the beginning of the 25th year. And Rabbi Nechemia and Rabbi it's the same sheet as Rabbi Nechemia is the one that said 18 until 24. So it's Pasha. I mean, this is easy, right? It's a layup. So obviously, Rabbi Yehud said from 16 until 22, and this must be the way it is. But I'll tell you something else interesting, and that is that in the beginning of this massive, we spoke out so many times the story of Rebeliezer Agadol that's mentioned the beginning of Pirkei Rebeliezer. Rebeliezer was 28 years old. He didn't even know Krishna and he wanted to learn Torah. His father thought he wasn't shaykh to learning Torah. And then he was crying. as Gilel Yo, he goes for Yechim Zakh Yeshiva and of course he becomes the great Rebeliezer Agadol. The Radal in his Pirish on Pirkei Rebeliezer right in the beginning so he says that although in the Pirkei Rebeliezer, the Girsa is the Rebeliezer was 28 years old, but he said, I found two other Girsois in different Brises. In the others, the Rabnosan, it says that how old was he? He was 22 years old. And he says that I found in the Kone Hagadol, another Sefer, this is Kabbalah, there the Girsa says he was 25 years old. So he says like this, the Girsa that says he was 22 years old, he holds the Pshat is, why did this story happen when he was 22? Because the Gemara says in Kedushan Daflam and Amir Aleph that What's the best time for a father? When does a father have Shlita over his child? So one Mandama said from 16 until 22. Another Mandama said it's from 18 until 24. The Mandama that says from 16 to 22, what do you see from there? That up until 22, the child is a 
Zanar. He's under the control of his father. Once he turns 22, now he graduates, he matures. Now his father doesn't have so much control over him. This story happened when? When he was 22. Why when he was 22? It's not a mikra that it happened when he was 22. It happened when he was 22 because now he's not under the control of his father. Right? Read the whole narrative. His father told him, you have to do this. His father said, you can't learn. All his brothers were given fertile lands to plow and he was given mamish rocky terrain. But once he was 22, he was able to do his thing. What about the Kona Hagadol that says that he was 25? He said, that's the other shita. The shita that says from 18 until 24. But it says 24, not 25. So he says what Ruben Margolis says. It was Adva Ad Bechlal. 24 really means 25. Which, by the way, with Ruben Margolis' Knech, that Rav Nechemya is really Rameyer in the Medrash Mishle. It's Gavaldik. It's Mefurish that he was until 25. So it's Adva Ad Bechlal when you're 25, then you become a Ben Chayim. Where he muches is according to the cheetah that says 28. That he says already, I'm not sure. And he says, Shut up, you saw it. I ain't jump. But the bottom line is that from this Gemara, there's so much here. Hafachba Vafachba. How far does the Chiv go in terms of teach? Meaning, you have an obligation to teach you some tires. What do you have to teach him? You have to teach him Kolo Tayr Kulo. I'm Rabbi Yudah Mashmur. Rabbi Yudah said the name of Shmuel. Go in Zvulun Ben Don. I bring you a raya, a marshal from Zvulun Ben Don. Who is Zvulun Ben Don? These Talmud Shahayabimei. This is not Zvulun of Shvatim uh, fame. He wasn't. Don's son, he was Don's brother. But Al-Kopanim, Zvulun ben Don, Shalim Dayavi Aviv, his Zayda taught a Mikro Mishnah, the Talmud, Halachos Ve'agadois. So you want to know what a father's obligation is? You have to teach him Kala Tarek Gula. Mesfi, I'll ask you a kasha. Lim day mikri, imilam day. Mishnah. As long as the father teaches his son mikri, he doesn't have to teach him Mishnah. Vam my rav, and rav, I added to that mikri zu Torah. That even mikra doesn't mean the whole Tanakh. All it means is the Torah part of Tanakh. So you tell me you have to teach him Kala Tarek Gula. What do you mean? All you have to do is teach him Torah. So the Gemara says, no, you don't have to read this b'risa. Because zvulim ben don, v'loik is zvulim ben don. Meaning, it's a little bit like zvulim ben don, but not mamish. Because zvulim ben don. Shalom day avi of it. It's like Zvulim ben Don who Zayda taught him Torah, right? That was the story. Shalom day avi of it. For like Zvulim ben Don, but not literally like Zvulim Don. Ilu hasa mikra mishnah v'talmud halachis v'agod. It's there. It was everything. Ilu hacha mikra levad. All you have to teach him is mikra. In other words. We thought that when the Brisa said, Ad heichan chayavadim laminus benoi Torah, we were trying to answer from a Kamus perspective, how much Torah does he have to teach? That's not the question that was being asked, and that's not the question that was being answered. The question of the way Rabbi Yehuda Meshmu was explaining it was how far does it go, meaning how many daughters? Is it your son, your grandson, your irenical? And that's what he told him that you see from Zvulim Ben Don that he, the Zayda was teaching his grandson, and therefore the Zayda has to teach the grandson. So Zvulim Ben Don is exhibit A. As it relates to one halacha of Chayavadim Lulaminus Benayteira, but it's very much not an exhibit as it relates to another halacha. It's Kizvulim and Don that the Zayda has a chiv to teach Torah, but it's not Kizvulim and Don. You definitely don't have to teach everything. So the Gemara of Avi of Mimachayev. So you tell me from Zvulim and Don, we learned that the Zayda has to teach his grandson. But I learned to the Brayes of Limadet Tamoisem as Benechem, Veloy Benei Benechem. It says Limadet Tamoisem as Benechem, Veloy Benei Benechem. You teach your sons, not your grandsons. I doesn't it say in the pasuk, 
Right, sounds a little bit like you have to tell your sons and your grandsons. I'm talking about Torah over there. That's coming to teach me something else. Not that there's a chiyav, but that if somebody teaches his son Torah, it's as if he taught his grandson Torah and his great grandson Torah. You keep the hemchach going, you keep the Messiah going, that's what it's considered. But the bottom line is, what do you see from here? You don't have to teach your grandson's Torah. So it's a kasha. Here we're saying Kizvulim and Don, Shalom Dayavi of Torah. And here we're dashing a pasuk. So the Gemara says, He's going to go like the following Tana. Meaning it's true. This is not like a Brisa, but there's a Tana de Messiah. How do you know that you so the bottom line is we have two brises. One brise learns from Bnechem Veloy Bnechem. Another brise learns from Bnechem Veloy Bnechem. Rev. Yehuda Mashmul, who said that a person is chayiv to teach Torah kizvulim ben don shalom dayaviyaviv. He holds like the brise that learns from Bnechem Veloy Bnechem. But as it relates to Bnei Bnechem, that yes and. In fact, there's a pasuk for that. Vahidatam levanecha, vilevnei venecha. I'm Rabbi Shulam Levin. Kamalamid is ben benoy tayr. Anyone that teaches his grandson tayr, malo alav akasov, keilu kiblo mei arsinai. It's as if the zeta who's teaching the tayr was mekabel the tayr from Harsinai. Shenemar. It says vahidatam levanecha, vilevnei venecha. V'samuchle yoyim asher amandato levnei Hashem alikecha b'chayrev. So if you're a vahidatam levanecha, vilevnei venecha. Then you'll be nechshav as if you were makabel the Torah, as if it was literally a madat alufnei Hashem alikach b'chayr. Rabbi Chibar Abba, Ashkelon Rabbi Shulam Levi, the Shadi Disna Reish. Rabbi Chibar Abba once saw Rabbi Shulam Levi, who was wearing a Disna on his head. So Rashi says this is a, a sadin that's not really royal atifas Reish. So obviously you have to cover your head. Rabbi Shulam Levi was wearing a head covering, but not an appropriate one. The kamanti lady anuka the beknishta, and he was going with a child to the base haknesses. Amalei ma'ikulei, what are you doing? Amalei, see, he told him, I'll be honest with you, I had to teach my child Torah, and I was in such a, a bahala that I wanted to do it so badly. Why? Because mizuter is a small matter. And being that if you teach, Chur was his grandson, your grandson Torah, it's nechshav as if you were Mekabal Torah Me'ar Sinai. So I'm not running Torah Sinai. If I'm running Torah Sinai, so therefore I'm doing what I need to do. The Gemara says, after this story took place, again, Rabbi Chibar Abba met Rabbi Shulab and Levi and had this exchange. So after this exchange, Rabbi Chibar Abba Tom Utsa Adamakri Liyanuka Umoisveh. He would not eat anything in the morning until he taught his child Torah and he chazed what he had learned the day before. Rabbi Barafuna leitom umtza adamais lenuk lebeim midrash. Rabbi Barafuna had the same exact minute. He would not eat any umtza until he took his child to base medrash. But Akaponim, you see from here the ma'ila of teaching benoy Torah. And this last Gemara was the mile of teaching ben benoy Torah. Incidentally, we read the Gemara. Am Rabbi Shulam Levi kolam alamid is ben benoy Torah. Then. It's mal olav of kilu kibla me'ar sinai. And if that's the case, all the stories the Gemara brought probably are talking about a grandfather and a grandson. Some have the girsa not kolam lavinas ben benoy toir, they take out the word ben. It's kolam lavinas benoy toir. If that's the case, all the aforementioned stories would be not a zayda and a grandchild, 
Chayru would be a father and a son. Amrav Safra. Mishum Rabbi Shua ben Chananya, also known as Rabbi Yeshua. What's Pshan the Pasik that says, Vishinantam Bivanechum? Al Tikri Vishinantam El Vishilashtam. So Vishinantam is two, right? Yeshoyna. But Vishilashtam is Miloshin three. A person should be Meshalesh his years, meaning he should divide his years into three. Shlish Bemikra, Shlish Bemishno. And Shlish Batalmud. A third of your life you shall learn Mikra, a third you shall learn Mishnayis, and a third you shall learn Gemara. Faith in Gemara sounds good, but me, Yoda, Kamachai, the person doesn't know how long he's going to live. I mean, you're going to mamish put your life into such neat boxes. You know, it doesn't work that way. So the Gemara says, like, right. doesn't mean the first X amount of years of your life, but what it means is the days of the week. Taisva says that I don't understand. So Taisva says, not the days of the week. Sunday and Monday, I learn Mikra, and then uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I learn Mishnah, and then Wednesday, Thursday, I do the Daf. No, that's not what it means. It means each day itself. You should learn a little bit of Mikra, a little bit of Mishnah, and a little bit of Gemara, and then Taisus famously brings from Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam says, so how come we're not Machbed on this? Right? Why don't we do this? If this is what you're supposed to learn, why don't we do it? Rabbeinu Tam says, the reason is because we learned Talmud Bavli, and Talmud Bavli is called Bavli Miloshim Belula. It's all Tzimish, and it's Tzimish with Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara, and it's for that reason, being that we have Psukim, and we have Mishnayis, and obviously we have Gemara, so because of these things, so we're Mekayim, the Yishalish Adam Shnoisov, Shlish Ben Mikra, Shlish Ben Mishnah, Shlish Ben Talmud, we have them all in learning Talmud Bavli. So i Gemara, Lefichach, Nikru, Rishonim, Seifrin. The Rishonim were called Seifrin. Now what does Lefichach mean? Right, Lefichach is always a segue. Rashi says, Nufzabat Ben Afsheh. There really is no connection. So don't try to figure out what the connection is. Lefichach is Maimar uh, Muska. The Rishonim were called Seifer. And the reason is, Seifer called Oyser Shabbatayim. Because they used to count all the letters in the Torah. They used to say, Vav de Gachain. The Vav of the word Gachain. Chetin shal Oyser Shabbatayim. It's the midway point of all the Oyser in the Seifer. Darash, Darash is Chetin shal Tevis. That's the midway point of all the words in the Torah. Vizgalach is Chetin shal Psukim. It's the halfway point of all the Psukim. Yichar Semenu Chazem Iyar. Ayin the Yar. The Ayin of Yar is Chetzin Shal Tehillim. It's the midway point of all the letters of Tehillim. Vahu Rachum Yichapar Avoin. It's Chetzin the Psukim. It's the midway point of all the Psukim in Tehillim. By Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef heard all this. He had a Shaila. Vav de Gachin. The Vav of the word Gachin, which we said is the midway point. Is it Mehaigi? Is it Mehaigisa? Is it the last letter of the first half or is it the first letter of the second half? Amalei. So they told Rabbi Yosef, Why don't we bring the Sefer Torah? Let's count. They had a similar situation. They once brought a Sefer Torah. They started counting. So why can't you count? Rabbi Yosef told them, They were barking They were able to count. They knew which word is supposed to be Mole, which word is supposed to be Chase, but we're not barking And because we're not barking this is not something that we can do. So for us, we can't count. And because we can't count, therefore it's not going to be Negeah. I am related raid bites, but in the last Machser, we spoke at a whole Arichas right here from the Shagasariah. The Shagasariah says a very, very big Chiddush. He said, because of this Gemara, people are makele when it comes to being Mekayim the mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer So the Atta Kisvah Chemes Hashir Azois is a mitzvah Esadei Raisa, is a mitzvah to write a Sefer So the Rosh says, Bizman as maybe it's for him, but the Maisa people are makele in this mitzvah. So what's the Pshat? So Pasha Pshat is it's expensive. A Befart. Good. But at the same time, 
It's a mitzvah day raisna. It's a mitzvah day raisna. It's something you should do. So the Shagasari says, because the only time you can be mekayim the mitzvah k'siva sefer Torah is if you get it 100% right. And being that, Rabbi Yosef said, we're not bucking chseris via chseris. So the Shagasari said, a chiddish that you can't be mekayim the mitzvah k'siva sefer Torah. There are a lot of raid on this. Al kaponim ayin sham zokti gemara. Another question by Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef said, this galach may haigisa. I mean haigisa. This galach we said is the midway point of the pesukim. So is it uh, that pasuk is the last pasuk? The first half, or it's the first positive the second half. Amalei Abayo, Abayo told Rav Yosef, "Psukim Meaning, I understand you maybe can't count the letters. Why not? Because we're not bucking chseris v'yaseris. But psukim, you can't count the psukim. So he told him back, "No, but psukim namelo b'kiinon. We're not bucking psukim either." Chas Rav Achbar Ata Amar b'marava Am Paskilei Lahaykra L'Tasa Psukim. There's one pasuk that in Eretz Yisrael they used to count three psukim. Meaning, he said there's a pasuk that we have in Bava which is one pasuk. And in Eretz Yisrael, they used to count it as three psukim. So what's the pasuk? So the Gemara brings the short version of it. Here's the long version. Sounds like three psukim. In Eretz Yisrael, they had it as three psukim. We have it as one pasuk, and as a result, you're not going to be able to count. So how many psukim are there in the Torah? 5,888. Yes, Now we're going to go weiter, but if you want to see some very interesting mechgar on this last 10 lines or so of Gemara, you can take a look at Rabruvim Margolis, his Svarim, and the Mitzayt Sayyari, his Mitzayin, to where he wrote them in his Vashidana Erter, but he wrote a lot, a lot, a lot, extensively in trying to understand these last Gemaras that we learned. There's a lot of kashas on it. I am Shantanu Rabbanon, Vishni Nantam Bifanecha, Sheyiu Divrei Torah, Mechudadim Bificha. So the Torah says, Vishni Nantam Bifanecha. Vishni means learn Torah. Why this word Vishni so the first pshat of the Gemara we had was Vishinanta means Miloshan Vishilashtem. Yeshalish Adam Shnoisa. By the way, I think Vishinantam is a play on the word Shana also, right? Shh. That you should be Yeshalish Shnoisa. Shinantam is Miloshan Shana. And I'll take you this shinantem elavishilashtem. But the bottom line is, yishnalish adam shnois. But now the Gemara brings another pshat, the pshat that we all know. Shvishinantem teaches us sheiyu divrei Torah mechudadim beficha. Shem yishalucha adam davar. If someone's going to ask you a question, I'll take gam game v'toyim aloi. You shouldn't start funfining, right? You should be able to give a clear answer. Ela emaloi miyad. And now you're going to do that if divrei Torah will be. If you look at Rashi, the last Rashi on Laman Amad Aleph, right, how do you get to this point? So you have to chazer, number one, meaning the madrega of Vishinantem is a madrega of Sinai ve'oyker harem. You have to have a bikiyas, obviously. If you can't answer the question, then where's the Vishinantem? But also you have to be able to answer, like I mentioned, you have to understand the Indian. So chazer aleyem, ubaduk ba'inkon. It's mamish both in yonim. The bottom line is, how do I know the Shenemar? The Pasik says, Amor l'chachma achosiyat. It says, Amor l'chachma achosiyat. And from there you see that Torah has to be clear. So where do you see that? So Rashi says, That just like it's so posh, everybody knows that their sister is Aser, it's an erva. So it should be bucket you, every Allah in the Torah, Every single, everything, should be klar ke'achoyzcha. V'oymer, another pasuk, it says, kashre mal etzba yisecha, 
Meaning the Torah should be tied on your fingers. It should be literally engraved. It should be branded on your heart. The Pasuk says, Now what does that Pasuk mean? Like the arrows in the hand of the Gibar. So too are the Bnei HaNeurim. My Rebbe, Rabbi Yaakov Landau, Zechitzadik Levrach, used to always say over that what does it mean, Kechitzen B'yad Gibar? He would say it in his niggin for uh, those that know. Kein B'nei Hanurim. So he said that when a person is an archer, so a, the archer, if he pulls back a little bit, much a tiny, tiny little bit, a decimeter, it can cause the arrow to go so much further. So he said, Kein B'nei Hanurim. Any little bit that a person invests when he's young, he says the output is going to be literally disproportionate. And the effect that it's going to have when he gets older is going to be not shy. It's kechitzen biyad gibar. A little tiny move further can have so much ramifications. But I'll go upon him. Kechitzen biyad gibar came in the room. This is also a makar to this Indian of the shinantem shiu divaytarim bechudal mefika. Where do you see that? So let's just read the, the words and then afterwards we'll go through the, the Gemara inside. Kechitzen biyad gibar, just like a chetz is sharp. So Rashi teaches over here, Bnei Anur means the Talmidim of a person. Because Talmidim shall Adam Akruyim Bana. So the Pasuk is saying that your children have to be sharp like a chetz. What does sharp mean? Mechudadim Bevichol. Now if your children, your Talmidim have to be sharp, it means you have to be sharp. That Pasuk means make your children sharp. But the bottom line is another Makar to this Indian. Now the Gemara brings other Pesukim now to prove that a chetz is sharp. Now, how do you know a chetz is sharp? You ever see a chetz? Try, try putting your finger on it. You'll see it's sharp. But the Gemara brings psukim for it. The chetzim are sharp. What's that last pasuk? So I has a whole lot of riches. Why we're bringing that last pasuk? Meaning, the next two psalm are to prove that a chetz is sharp. This last pasuk, so the way the mashal learns it is, Ashpasa, he says, means the, the case where the archer keeps his arrows. So, who fills up his ashpa with these chitzen that are sharp, meaning a Rebbe that has Talmidim that are sharp, he's Ashrei, lo yevoshu ki yedabru, es oivim b'shar. Zokti mormayas oivim b'shar, om rabchi barab, afilu ha'avu b'noi. Ha'rabbe Talmidah, sh'oiskim a father and a son, a Rebbe and a Talmud. B'shar recha, they're learning Torah in the same shah, right? They're in the same bismedrish. Nasa oivim zehazah. Sometimes when you're learning, you get into it, you can literally become enemies. Abba ve'in and zazam yisham. They're not going to move until they're going to come back. They're going to have feelings of ahava. Shenemar, the pasuk says, as vahev besufa, and we learn from here al tikre besufa elo besoifa al kenya yomer besoifa melchamis hashem as vahev besufa. That sometimes people are oyavim, but besoif they're going to be oyavim. They, they start off as soinim, but besoif they're going to be oyavim. And what's it referring to? So just two short ha'aras on this last gemara that we just learned. And then the Gemara brought a whole bunch of psukim to prove this point. The first one was, That's the mushal from where you see that Torah has to be clear. Where do you see it in the Pasuk? So Rashi says that the Chachma, the Torah, should be so clear to you. 
Just like it's clear that Achoysa is Aser, so too this should be so clear. So the Makna of an art says that why do we use Achoysa? Why is that the marshal? So he says, very gishmak. He says, because the Gemara says in a whole bunch of different places that by the erva of achoysay, the Torah is very wordy. And the way the Gemara explains this pasik is the pasik is saying that achoysay bas oviv is officer. Achoisai bas imo is aser, and achoisai gila, achoisai she bas ove, the he bas imo is also aser. So the Torah is saying, in the love of achoisai, if she's achoisai only minaav, aser. If she's achoisai only minaav, aser. And if she's achoisai be minaav and be minaav, she's also going to be aser. And fake the Gemara, everyone knows the Kasha, that I need to know that achoisai minaav and minaav is aser. If achoisai minaav is aser, achoisai minaav is aser, kalvachoim achoisai minaav and achoisai minaav. Zoch the Gemara, mikan, from here we learn, she'en mazir minadin, that you can't deduce any azaris minadin. So says the Makna, that it comes out, the erba of achoisai is the place where the Torah was megalo with such a clarkite. Bas Oviv, Bas Imoy, Bas Oviv, U Bas Imoy. We're not even falozing on a Kalva Choymer. It has to be so clear. So that's why this was the Moshal that was used. It should be so clear like a Choysoy. It shouldn't even be totally in something that maybe there's a Pirchan. Ein Mazirim and Adin. Achoysoy is so clear in the Torah. That's Emma Lachachma Achoysoyat. Ruin Advar Mubisha'ama. The second R is, so the Gemara said, it's Vahim Basufa. In the Svarim of the Chsam Soifer, they bring a story that when the Chsam Soifer, Zivik Sheni, married Bitoi, Shalagoyin, Hagadol, Rabkiva Eger, so Rabkiva Eger traveled together with the Mishpacha, his daughter, to go to Prishbarg to do the Shidduch with the Chsam Soifer. So when they came to Prishbarg, so the Chsam Soifer came out with all the Chashuvim and all the Rabbanim to greet Rabkiva Eger. And, you know, they're meeting, they're going to drink L'chaim now. Kvega is going to be like some soy for Shvek. And they started talking and learning, and it seems that the Pula Dairaisa, the Melchemtesh Shaltayra, got very, very heated. And here, Kvega and the Chsam Soifer are about to do a Shibach. And all of a sudden, it's, it's Mamish, it's Tzachleibedek. It's a Geflaket. And the Olam on the side, they were starting to get nervous. <laughs> Maybe the Shibach's not going to happen. They started getting worried. Like, what's going to be? So, Reb Kivega turned to the Olam, and Reb Kivega told them like this. We say in the Shir Shalyan, it's today's Shir. That you know what the pastor is saying? He said the there's a chazal somewhere that darshins this possible of Avru Yachdov, Avru Miloshin Evra. What's Evra? Evra, Vizam, right? It means anger. They got literally heated because they were arguing and learning. Hey, Maro came to Mo. And the Olam was watching this, and they were, Mamish Tamo, Nifhalu Nechbosu, they started getting nervous. They Mamish, they were overcome by a, a tzitr. What's going to be? Maybe it's not going to be a shidduch. So you know what the answer is? Listen to this brilliance. Everyone knows the Mishnah Masech Nida, that a woman, a Yoyleida, when she's having a child, Nishbaz, she swears, Shaloi, Tizkoi, Goit, Labayla. 
But what happens afterwards? She goes back to her husband, be Ahavir Rabba. So said that's why she means the Karikatas Kuyudua. So they turn and they said, You have nothing to worry about. Because it's true, right now this Evra. This Zam, right now, there's a Charoin. Right now, we're angry with Nasu Oyvim Zazat. And a Chinami. Oh, but this Chil, this Gishrek is Kiyoy Leida. It's going to pass. And afterwards, we're going to be Oyavim Zazat. And he said that the Gemara says in Masech Kedushin, this idea of Ezboi Basufu Weir, by Ha'Oves Benoi, and by Aravis Talmidah, he said this is an Oves Benoi, I'm giving over my daughter to the Chesam It's a beginner of Oyevim Zezeh, but Ulu Besoyev Nasu Oyevim Zezeh. You have nothing to worry about. Smetzayin HaShidduch, everything is going to be okay. Either way, Zok Digemar Revaita. Tan Rabbanon. This has good sources, that story. It's brought down in Fashid in a Guta Plaza. Vesamtem Samtom. And you always have to know the Makar to a good story. Ka nimshala, it says Vesamtam. What does Vesamtam mean? Samtam. It's a it's a sam, it's like a, a refua. Nimshala Tairik is Sam Chaim. Tairis compared to a Sam Chaim. Mashal Adam, Shahikas Benoy. A person who hid his son, Maka Gedoyla. So he gave him a, a Maka Gedoyla. And then afterwards he put a bandage on the Maka. Amalai and he said, Bini my son. As long as you're wearing this bandage, you can eat what you want, you can drink what you want, you'll be able to bathe. You have nothing to worry about. However, if you remove this, things are going to start growing. It's not going to be okay. So, this is the marshal. What's the name of the God? God is Baruch who told the Yidin, Bini, I created the Yitzhahara, I gave you a blow. But at the same time, I gave you the Ritiya as well. It's the Torah. If you're going to learn Torah, you have nothing to worry about. Everything is going to be okay. But if not, it's the Chatos, the Yetzirah, it's waiting by your front door to get you. You should know that the whole day, what's the Yetzirah thinking about? How to get you. But if you want, you can overcome him. The Pasuk says, You have the ability to conquer him. You have the ability to Overcome. On this note, the Yitzhar is so cautious. Even his creator called him bad. I mean, if the Abish calls you bad, it can't be good. The Yitzhar is mischadish every day. Every day there's a chiddush in it. The stronger every day, and all wants to do is kill you. We're not the fact that a kaddish baruch helps a person and yacholai. The person will not be able to overcome him. I mean, the only eitz is because the Abish is with us. But if the Abish lets go of us, it's over. If the Yitzhar gets the better of you, you should slap it into base magic. If he's a stony moyach, he's going to just disintegrate. Then Barzal, who mispites it, he's going to crush. The Torah is like fire. And it's like a hammer that has the ability to break a rock. How do you know that if it's an even, it's nimayach? Because you find terrors also compared to water. You see that mayim has the ability to cause stones and rocks to, to disappear. But the bottom line is, it doesn't matter what your Yetzirah is. The 
Torah is a, a refuah that works. And if a person's Yitzhahara is an Evan, if it's a Sela, it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever it is, the Torah has to be. The Torah could be fire, it could be a patish, it could be mayim. The Torah could be whatever it needs to be in order for a person to knock out his Yitzhahara. Now, as it relates to this Gemara, if you look at the, the Mashal carefully, it's interesting. This Samtem is Samtam. Nimshal Torah Kesamchai. What was the Mashal? There's a father who hit his son. He gave him a Maka Gedoyla. And then afterwards, he put a retia. He put a bandage on him. And he told him, as long as the bandage is on, you're going to be fine. You take the bandage off, then all of a sudden you're going to, you're going to have problems. In other words, the Yetzirah is a Maka Gedoyla. Usually you think of Barasi Yetzirah, Barasi Torah Tavlin, it's preventative, right? You learn Torah and that's going to somehow prevent this Maka from coming to you. That's not the Mashal. The Mashal was that a person was hit with a Maka Gedoyla. A person was born with a Maka Gedoyla. You have the Maka. The Torah is the Retiyah. That's the Dover Shal that we have. But the point is, is that as long as that's there, so there's an Indian of... You can get through life. Incidentally, there's a Pirish called Eitz Yosef on in Yaakov. And the Eitz Yosef is one of the old classic Pirushim on the Yaakov. And in the Pirush, he says that you see from here that if a person learns Torah, he can even have Anah from Olam Hazah to a degree. Because that's the Moshal. You can get through life. As long as a person incorporates Torah into what he does, so then it can't be game. And the problem is, if you don't have Torah, then everything is going to be an issue. I just think it's Kedai to speak out the Lashon of the Mesil Sisharim. The Mesil Sisharim is in the beginning of Parakeh, where the Mesil Sisharim talks about this Gemara, Kedarka Belashonei Yazah. So, everyone knows, the Sefer Mesil Sisharim was predicated on the Bryce of Rapinchas Ben what does the price to say? Mikanam Rapinchas Ben Yar, Torah Mevilode, Zahiros, Zahiros Mevilode, Zrizos, Zrizos, Vechulu, 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 until Mamish, you come to Kedusha, Ruch HaKodesh, and Tchiyas Sambesim. But where does it start? It all starts with Torah, right? Without Torah, is a fine Nishtan. When a person learns Torah, then he can get to the first level of Zahiros, which can bring him to Zrizos and Azoi Vaitre. So, Mesil Sesharim talks about the Isinian, and he says like this, Vizet, Ki Abayri is Baruch Shemoy, Shabara HaYetzav Hara Ba'adam, Hu Shabara HaTorah Tafunoy. The Eivish who created the Yetzirah, he's the one that created the Torah, which is the Tavon. Ukamay Shamru Chazal, Barasi Yetzirah, Barasi Loi Torah Tavon. Vinei Pashadu. Shemabayri Loi Bar Lamakazu, Elel Rufuazu. If the only Rufuah that the Eivish created for the Yetzirah is learning Torah, I Efshe Beshum Panim, Sheirafe Yadam Yuzaisa Maka, built Yuzaisa Rufuah. And if there's any person that thinks, I can go through life, I have another mahalach of how I could overcome a Yetzar. It doesn't involve limit Torah. And when all is said and done, in the final analysis, he's going to see that he was wrong. If a person is going to come up with 8,000 different strategies, but he's not going to do the one thing, the refuah that was created for it, which is the Torah, There was a chayli, he went to a doctor, and the doctors diagnosed him, 
And they told him, this is the medication you have to take. He, this is Chayla, who has no idea in Malachas HaRafuah, you know what I hear, doctor, I appreciate, you know, thank you very much. But at the same time, I'm going to go about this a different way. What's going to happen to this person? The only doctor, the only person who really understands the chayli, the maka gedoyla, which is the yetzahara, is the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And he told us what the Rafu is. So who can come and say, you know something, it's another way to overcome Yetzirah. Do it in another way. The bottom line is very, very sharp. But this is the Ramchal talking in Parakeh. Everyone knows what the Goyim said about the first 11 Prokim in the Ramchal. But the bottom line is, is that's this Indian of Barasi Yitzhahara. A little bit weiter. It's another one of the mitzvahs that a father has for a son is he has to marry him. How do you have to take wives for your sons and find Adamus for your daughters. To marry off your son is he right? Someone else has to be the one that's going to be macabre the condition. So the Gemara says, What it means is that you should give your daughters things that are going to make them suitable for marriage, and as a result, people will kafzi Allah, people are going to want to marry her. We're going to go through this very quickly. So how do you know that a father has an obligation to teach his son an umnis? It's a pasuk. Now, what do you see? So first things first, Rashi says, chayim means an umnis. That's what chayim is. Chayim is an umnis. Im isha mamishi. Now, if when it says rechayim im isha, isha means an isha mamish, kshem shechayv lasi, isha kaf chayv lamni umnis. So then al darshan, just like a father has to marry off his son to a uh, isha, so so too he has an obligation to teach him an omnis. And in Torah, if isha means Torah, then kashem shechayv lamni Torah, just like he has an obligation to teach him Torah, kachayv lamni omnis, so too he has an obligation to teach him an omnis. Some say that a father has an obligation to teach a son to swim. My timer, what's the reason? Chiyusehu. It's because it's his chiyus, this is something that he may need in order to survive. Rabbi Huda, I'm Rabbi Huda said, Kol she'en melamdoi umnis, melamdoi listis. Freyit the Gemara, listis solta daitach. Rabbi Huda said, a father doesn't teach a son an umnis, he's teaching him to be a ganav. Mechtesi, ele ki'ilu melamdoi listis. It's not, he's not teaching him to be a ganav. If you teach him, you teach him, but if not, you didn't. But what it means is a ki'ilu. Meaning it's as if you taught him to be a listis. My benayu, what's the nafka mina? Meaning what's Rabbi Yosef? What's Rabbi Yehuda being Moisif? He's a kosh in Melamdei Umnis is Melamdei Listness. So he said that Nafkamina is the Agmere Iska. The Nafkamina would be if he taught him Schoira. Rashi says, Latanakama Hare Lamdu Chayim. According to the Tanakama, he taught him something. Meaning you have to give him Chayim. Re'e Chayim. So he gave him Chayim. He taught him how to be Oisik in Schoira. The Rabbi Yehuda, however, who said, Kosh in Melamdei Umnis, Melamdei Listness, 
teaching him schayre doesn't work. And the reason is the kama pomim she'en loy b'malas schayre. Because schayre is something that sometimes you have schayre, sometimes you don't have. I Meaning, if someone teaches someone a job that he can go to every single day, so then according to Yehud, it's going to be fine. However, if someone is going to teach someone how to be oisik and schayre, what if the economy doesn't allow for it right now? So then he's a malam delistis. So the nafkamina between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakama is. Do you have to teach him an umnis umnis old school or Is that something that would be okay? It's interesting. There's a tshuva from the binyan tzian. The bal aruch So this is in shayel's tshuva is binyan tzian. It's in simin kuf chavhe. So the shayel asked the aruch the following questions. He said, "Lama hishmen harambam halacha brura shachayev adam lisa ishna libnoi ulalamdoi umnis v'yesh oimrim afla hashitoi benar." In other words, if you go back to the Brysa that we had on the Avchavtesa Medalev, so what are kol mitzvahs haben of? So the Brysa said, a father has to do brismila, pidyan haben, lalam doi teira, lasiya isha, lalam doi umnes, v'yesh oimrem, afla hashitoi b'mayim. Right? These are the six things. So the Shoyot told the Aruch Laner, I went to the Rambam, and I saw the Rambam says that a father has to do brismila. That's enough in the Rambam. Pidyan Aben is Mephurish in the Rambam. Right in the beginning of Hilchas Talmud Torah, the Rambam says a father has an obligation to teach his son Torah. Zayda also the Rambam Paskins, like we saw in today's time. But the other three, the Rambam didn't bring in the Ziyad Chazaka. This was his question. So the Archonet wrote him like this. Tshuva. Lisa Isha loy hishmen Rambam. The Rambam didn't leave out Lisa Isha. Why? The chen kasa b'hilchas hisurei b'ya perichaf alef, halacha chavhei, mitzvah schachamim sheyasi adam banu v'bnoisav samach l'pirka. The Rambam said him a furish mitzvahs chachamim sheyasa adam banu v'bnoisav. So obviously included in that is is what you just said. Now, in terms of the fact that you have to teach your son an umnis, so says the Aruchaner, the Rambam was miramis to that as well. In Hilchas Reitzayach, Perikei Alochehe, the Rambam says, "Quote: Im yeyasir benoy. If a father is going to hit his son, this is in Hilchas Reitzayach, right? If a father is going to hit his son, kidei lolam doytoyro." And the child dies. That's why it's in the Chesreitzeach. Potter, he's going to be Potter. So says the even though the Rambam didn't bring it, maybe we, you would have expected him to bring it. But the Rambam, the Rambam said before that if a father hid his son to teach him an umnis and he died, he's Potter. Why? Because he was doing a mitzvah. So he seen before in the Rambam. He says, the one kasha you're asking good is how come the Rambam didn't mention that a father has an obligation to teach his son how to swim? So he says, I'm not sure what the kasha is. Because if you look in the Brice, the Brice says, V'yesh oimrim afla hashitoi benar. And being that it's only a yesh oimrim, the hechetesa, who said that he paskins that way? Dovi Sarotskin told me that Reb David Feinstein told him that the only mitzvah that he knows his mind, his father, Ramosha, was never Makai, was he said his father never taught him how to swim. He said it was the only mitzvah that Ramosha was a Makai. Ramosha held like this dig from the Aruch Laned that you're not chayiv to, otherwise you would have taught him how to swim. But it's not something that you're mechayiv to do. But just to end with one last ha'ara, again, the theme was ha'aris, but just to end with one last ha'ara, and that is that we just mentioned all the mitzvahs that a father is obligated to. Do for a son. Tomorrow's daf, we're going to shift the attention to the mitzvahs that a son has to do for a father. And that's the sugis of Kibbutz of the Eid that are coming up now in the next few dafim. But the bottom line is, it's all the mitzvahs that a father has to do for a son. It's interesting that we know that the mitzvah of pru urvu, the first mitzvah in the Torah, so it's called pru urvu. What does revu mean? Meaning, what do those two words mean? Pru urvu. 
multiply, fruitify, right? What's the word? But the point is, we, we understand the, the Indian. But what is pru or vu, these two in Yonim? The Goyen in his Haderes Elio, this Peter Shalatera. So the Goyen says, pru is sheyu parim veravim velayu akaros, urevu sheyalidu paamim rabos. Meaning, paamim rabos, it's a lotion of ribuy that you should have a, a lot of children. In the bottom, they bring that the Goyen says the same thing in the beginning of Shemois. Ubnei Yisrael paru v'yirbu, right? Paru zok the Goyen shechal echad hoivet v'lo yehoye behem akav akara. V'yirbu sheyodu harbe pa'amim ze'ach harzeh. K'moy shenemar pru revu, says the guy. So pru revu means that it should be many, many times. But I saw in the Chsam Soifer, in a drasha, that the Chsam Soifer said a dove nifla. He said that the first mitzvah in the Torah is the mitzvah of pru revu. The last mitzvah in the Torah is the mitzvah v'ata kisvul uchemes hashir azoyz. Right, mitzvah aleph in the sefer achinuch is pru urvu. Mitzvah taryad is the mitzvah of ksiva sefer Torah. So says the chasam sefer. What's the shaykhis between the two mitzvahs? So zok the chasam sefer because the mitzvah is pru urvu. Pru is to have a child. Ravu is to raise the child. Says the chasam sefer. And how do you raise a child? So the emes is. A father has an obligation. He has an obligation to marry him more. These are all things that a father has a responsibility. These are all things that a father has an obligation to do. But he says the real, real revu is the It's It's to teach the Torah, the Shirov, teach your child the Shirov of the Torah. It's like this is going to grow up in Derech HaToyer. And he says, that's what Pru Revu means. Pru means, yeah, have children. Uruvu means to raise those children. I see on the bottom of the new justice, I'm sorry for they bring that, that's what the Radak says on the Pasuk. The Chaim Pirish HaRadak. Pruvu ha priya hi ha hoilodo, the ha revia hi ha hagdolo. It's a radak, but that's what pruvu is. There's two in yon. There's pru and there's revu. Pru means to have a child, but after you have the child, now what? You have to be a revu. You have to make sure. That's the smichos. That's the kasha between mitzvah aleph and mitzvah taryag. Mitzvah aleph is pru revu. Mitzvah taryag is the the lambdas bnei yisrael sima b'fiyem. It's the atakisful achemes hashir azoyis. It's to raise your child, realizing that that's what the ikkar is. The mitzvahs of alaben. These are all. This is all part and parcel of the mitzvah pru revu. Not the pru chelik. Pru is yeah, the father and child. But his revu. That's a chelik and a mitzvah. And that's what this mishnah is. That's what we just learned. All these halachas, this brisa of all the things that the father has to do. This is all a chelik of the revu chelik or pru. You never think of it as two mitzvahs. But this pru revu said the chasam soifer based on a radak. And because of that is the pru chelik, and because of that there's the revu chelik. What it reminded me was was another drush with Chassam Soifer, where the Chassam Soifer was talking about Rabbi Bar Nachmani, who took Abaya and he raised him. And he brings from Kadmoin, and the Chassam Soifer says that Abaya is Rosh Tevis, Asher Becha Yeruchem Yosem. So the Chassam Soifer says that Rabbi Bar Nachmani took Abaya and he raised him. He didn't have any children, parents. So he brings them in and he was Mechanachim. So how you Mechanach a, a, a child? You have to raise him. You have to make sure he's going to have whatever he needs to be able to get through life. But did Abaya have what it took to get through life? You know, Abaya was an Oni Ve'evi. We have a whole, the rags and riches stories of Abaya. It's the name of the raven. But Abaya was, Mamish, he was an Oni Ve'evi. And there's so many, every member in Chazal, Kamat, that relates to Aeneas. Abaya is the one that's talking. So here, Rabbah takes in Abaya, and he's supposed to raise him, 
doesn't sound like he taught him an umnus. He was mamish and onivavian. So sedach sam soifer. That's why. That's why Rabbin named him Abaya, and he wanted his name to be Abaya Asher Bechab Yerucham Yosin. You now you have Rachmanus on a Yosin Bechab. And Rabbi said that I understand, I'm taking in this child, and I'm not going to teach him an umnus. Like Rabbi Roy, but I'm going to teach him Torah, and that's the Bechah. But the bottom line is that's the cash between the first mitzvah and the last mitzvah. I think this gives us a little bit of a better understanding, maybe, of it's the Ravu Chaylik. It's Mamish the Ravu. It's Malal of Akosov. Kalamalamid is Ben Chaveri Torah, Malal of Akosov, Yaldoi. This is the Chsam Soifer's Ika Ravu. Because by you being Va'ata Kisvah Chamas Hashir Azois and Mamish making the Torah Sima Bafiyam. So is it Pru? I don't know if it's Pru. But Ravu it's Zechir is. And that is the mitzvah. The mitzvah is it should be a Pru and it should be a Ravu. And Kamuban, the Ikr is Dr. Ravu. That's what it's all about. And being that, that's the Ikr, just a little bit of a better Ravu. But Al Kaponim, that's what's happening in these few Dafin, I think. Mitairasa Shalach Sam Soifer. There's the Pru Chalik, but there's the Ravu Chalik, which would also be very Matim, why this Mishnah and this Sugi would be right here in Masechtis Kedushin. We'll stop here.